Hey everyone, welcome to Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Brie Marie from livingbrilliant.com. I'm a blogger, online course creator, a mindset and success strategist, and now a podcast host. This podcast is all about how our mindset creates the reality of every aspect of our lives, from money, to relationships, to careers, to entrepreneurship, and even our health and wellness. I know firsthand just how powerful our mindset is, and just how easy it can be to get lost in the complexities of life. Through my own journeys with anxiety, a tough career transition, building a blog from scratch, and a super shaky start with online entrepreneurship, I've been able to connect with experts, coaches, entrepreneurs, and other bloggers from all around the world who are now excited to share their transformational stories and mindset shifts with you. So let's jump in. Guess who's getting a new microphone today? (laughs) Me, I'm getting a new microphone. Um, I'm gonna talk about the whole process on Friday's podcast because I feel like they deserve a proper shout out. Um, But yeah, I'm getting a new microphone today and I'm super excited. Well, it's not, it's the same microphone, it's just like a new one because, you know, I had issues. But that's not what this podcast is about. It We're going to talk about money in this podcast with my friend Shannon. And how do I say this? Because I talked about how I didn't like to talk about how much money um, I make. Not that it's like, not like I'm, you know, millionaire status, but... <laughs> I just don't like I don't know I grew up in a household where like you didn't ask people how much money they made it like wasn't an appropriate question and I still think it's not like I don't think it's anyone's business really um but money is important like we all need money I feel like it's kind of a natural resource like equivalent to water we all need money to survive just like we all need water to survive And Shannon is amazing. I loved her energy. Even when we were sitting and producing the episode, I was like, oh, this this interview is so good. I just love her energy. It just like, it like energized me to listen to this, to re-listen to this episode, even though I was in, like I recorded, I did the interview. Um, (laughs) So she is absolutely amazing. I think you guys will really enjoy it. So she specializes in money, confidence, and creating visibility online for women. And I think that's an awesome, it's awesome work to do for women. And she actually spent 18 years working in corporate finance. So she definitely knows what she's talking about. But what I love even more than like credits and debits and like all of the fancy spreadsheets and things is she talks about money mindset. And how to really cultivate a strong money mindset in this episode. So please listen up. Money is important, you guys. I know that there's a lot of people who have a lot of shame around money. I used to be one of them. And I get it. I get it. I understand it. I hear you. I see you. But you can change your money situation. Whether that means that you get a side hustle 
or whatever like Shannon even talks about side hustles in this which I think is a great a great topic we could do like a whole episode on that um but money can be your friend it doesn't have to be this thing that is like oh like sensitive or uncomfortable it can be something that you have a really great relationship with and I'm so grateful that Shannon took time out of her schedule to have this conversation with me and I hope that it was super valuable for you guys so I'm just gonna say let's get into it I don't want to sit here and ramble on like I usually do let's just get into the episode and you guys can find all of Shannon's links in the episode description you can find her Facebook her Instagram her LinkedIn all of that fun stuff in the episode description. All right, I will talk to you guys on Friday. Be well, be grateful, be kind. Love you, mean it, bye. <laughs> Hi, Shannon, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing good. So Shannon and I met, I feel like it's weird because we were just talking about how we kind of like need to be specific and like what social media platforms we're on. But I actually, and I was like, I need to like back away from Facebook, but everyone that I meet is on Facebook. I know. I'm like, we met on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But Shannon is a business strategy coach and she actually is more specifically more of a, I don't want to say money mindset but your strategy is around money and around finances, which I think is really an, such a crucial part of, of business and mindset in general. So tell us a little bit more about what you do. Sure. Well, I um, money has always been my focus. I'm a former corporate finance executive. Um, for those of us in the U.S., I'm a CPA, so I'm a certified public accountant. Um, and if you're in other parts of the world, I'm a charter accountant. So I, I literally have always been involved in money. It's what I grew up doing. It was my first job. I've For the last 18 years, I've been helping companies grow their bottom line, save expenses, do all those fun things that you do in a corporate job. Um, and I, last year after I had my second daughter, I actually was let go. And it, I knew for me it was kind of, uh, it was the universe telling me to go do something else. So I morphed into a business strategy coach who is helping the mom who's ready to ditch her nine to five honestly, anyone who's ready to ditch their nine to five, but because I have two kids, I tend to gravitate towards moms. <laughs> right. And, and I help them, you know, work on their money mindset if they need it, but really get a plan in place to understand that money needs to pre- be a priority in your business and how to strategize to make your money and how to be confident in standing up and sharing your message. So that's really, that, those are the things that excite me, I should say. <laughs> that may change six months from now. <laughs> again. Right. Well, no, I feel like that's like a natural progression. Like when you're in business is like, you just, you develop different skill sets and like sometimes you get pulled in like one area more than the other. It's such an interesting journey. I mean, I just think about where I was even a year ago and I also have a side hustle. I had a side hustle when I was still in my corporate job. And so I, that was kind of the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey. So I knew that there was another place for me to go. Like I knew that I could get out of this corporate world and do something else. I didn't know exactly what it was going to look like. And last year I hired my first business coach and I went on a self-care journey. I really had to work on my mindset and who am I? What do I do? Where do I want to go in this life? Right. And what kind of life do I want to create for my kids? 
And so that has been part of this whole journey. And then I had to embrace who I am. I'm like, okay, I'm really good at strategizing for businesses. And I'm really good at helping people grow a business and understand where their money is and where it's going. So that's where I had to kind of come back to my roots at the <laughs> earlier this year. And you're that- so lucky. Cause I, I mean, well, I was 22 when I started working in corporate America and I did not know that there were other ways to make money. Like I felt so like, (laughs) I feel like that's why, like that was like my demise was I was like, I have to do this because this is the only way to make money. Well, being that I'm a little bit older than you, it took me, I don't know. It took me about 16 years to get into, to finally real. I mean, I was that girl. I'm like, even after I had my first daughter, I went back in. I'm like, I'm going back to work. That's who I am. For me, the definition of success was that like, I was having that high powered job, making more money every year. Like I didn't know there was another option. Honestly, I wish I'd figured it out sooner, but then my journey wouldn't be the journey that it is. Right. So you have to just take it for what it is. And I'm so grateful that stuff started to come together when it did. And listen, has it been easy? No. I think all of us in this space are like, uh, it's a lot of work to be an entrepreneur and to have your own business. Um, more, maybe more so than being in corporate, but it's such a beautiful, like more freeing experience that I, it makes it worthwhile. I totally agree. I'm 20, I'll be 27 next year. So I'm 26 right now. So I only, I had a very short stint in corporate America. (laughs) Um, but I, I feel like I left because I had like the anxiety and just it was yeah. a health thing. And then I, so it kind of, I feel like sped up my process of like, I need to figure something else out. Well, um, I think people suffer. I don't think you're, I think you have like, that, that was amazing that you chose to do that and remove yourself from that instead of just suffer through it. I, what I see happening a lot of, a, a lot these days is people just suffer through everything and they don't go outside the box and think about what else they can do. It's very scary. I mean, I don't know about you, but like really pushing this and growing this into more global business is really scary. Like there is no safety net. There is just us out there going, okay, we're going to do this thing. Right. Oh, top 10 scariest things I've ever like, no, not even top 10, like top three. Yeah scariest things that I've ever done because you're putting so much on the line. Like people don't realize that it's not a, it's not even money. It's It's not even even money. money. It's like, it's everything. It's everything. I totally agree. And I think, listen, a lot of people stay stuck. That's, it's funny. I, I find that that's, as I meet more people and I grow and I grow and things start, you know, my, my circle expands. I, I run into a lot of people who are like, Oh my God, you're amazing. Like you're doing that. I could never do that. And I'm like, okay, but what's worse? So you could never do what I'm doing and have ultimate freedom, or you can stay working in that job that you hate for the next 30 years and be miserable. I'm like, like, I don't know. For me, I kind of said that just seems absolutely ridiculous. I'm like, I'd rather be uncomfortable right now for a short period versus be, I was looking at, you know, 20 more years or however long until I could retire And I'm like, oh no, we're not doing that. (laughs) That was like, for me, I worked in a financial institution, which was my last corporate job. Okay. That's when I say that it's a bank, but I don't want to be right. (laughs) Yeah. But I like, I tried to make it sound a little bit because I don't like, it was a very well-known bank. I'm like, I don't want to get sued. (laughs) I like say the name of the bank. I know I say that I was working for a really big radio station. So, and as much like I was always in media and entertainment, it's what I chose, but you know, not a, the grass always looks greener on the other side. So, <laughs> right. But I worked next to a lady who had been 
one I call it a cubicle farm like we literally it was like wall-to-wall cubicles in this thing yeah and this woman had worked there for like 40 something plus years I I and it's crazy. I that for me was like my moment of like oh shit <laughs> that could be me that could you literally your life flash before your eyes yeah and like oh my god is this all I accomplished in my life yeah and it's not that she wasn't you know it's not that she was a bad woman she's a wonderful wonderful woman so sweet but I was like I can't imagine doing this for even the next five years yeah well it's funny that's what makes us different though right and because not everyone is going to be able to do it if everybody could do it well by the way everyone would be an entrepreneur then right definitely not for everyone that's for sure no. Oh, there's a helicopter. I live kind of by a, like, municipal, how do you say it? Municipal airport. There's a plane <laughs> going over. Um, so, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I don't think, like, my friends always ask me, like, should I start a blog? Should I try doing, like, the stuff you're doing? And I'm like, honestly, no. <laughs> like, not that I don't want to, I want to be discouraging, but I feel like I would err people on the side of caution. Like if you're going to do this, like it takes a certain type of person and not saying you have to be the type of person who can do it when you start, but you have to have like the mindset going in of like, this is going to test your resiliency. This is going to test your patience. This is going to test every single facet of your entire being to do the work that you're doing. Yeah. When people think that, but it's also about doing something you love. I have people, I I mean, I listen, I think I went through that at the beginning of my journey. I kind of just did what everyone else was doing because I didn't know better. And I was trying to Mm -hmm. figure out what it is that I wanted to do. And I think that's what people do, right? People try to start a blog because they're like, Oh, that person's making money off writing a blog. Let me go try to do that too. And they don't understand when it doesn't work for them because they're just probably trying to do the wrong thing. It's like putting the square peg in the round hole, right? Yeah. if you're not doing something that you're subconscious and it sounds very woo woo, but since we're both a little woo woo, we can say stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When you're subconscious, like you're not doing the thing that really lights you up. Like you're literally, you're not going to be able to do it well. <laughs> that's what right. People well, still- it's just a, it's a ton of trial and error. So like, if yeah. that's the thing is you can't be afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. And most like, people are because we're taught that failing is bad. Yeah, like I'm actually doing a thing with my coach right now of like recapping like wins and losses of the year. Oh, and right that. now I'm fa- I f- I failed a lot more this year than I did win. But I'm like I'm okay with that. Like okay. I'm like that's that's like whatever. Like okay, I failed. Like this didn't work out. This didn't like pan out or like this fell through the cracks or like I didn't get to do that or I didn't do this. But like what I've gained is so much more. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I don't even like to use the word failure anymore. Literally. I don't use the word failure. It's not a failure. It's just part of your journey. And it's a lesson that you've Mm -hmm. learned. So you're going to learn from it and you're going to move on and it's going to be better the next time around. That's, that's really like, you really have to think about it like that, but it takes time to get your mind to wrap around some, some of that stuff. That's what I've, that's what I've seen anyways in this journey. (laughs) Totally. So speaking were we talking about money? We weren't, but I'm going to transition us into talking about money. Let's talk about money. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that Shannon and I were, were talking about, and especially around this time, because it's almost going to be the new year and like planning out the quarters, there's four quarters in a year. Um, one of the things that like I was telling her is like, you know, 
in the beginning of this year, I was like, I want to make $5,000 a month. That's like enough. Like that's plenty of money for me. If I can just make $5,000, I'll be fine. But what are some of your, because I know a lot of women have this experience of like, they want to make a certain amount of money and then they finally start making it and they're like, oh crap, now what do I do with this money? And it's not, for me, I'm not one of those people who goes out and spends it on like Gucci bags and like expensive things. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, sometimes. <laughs> I'm, like I did. I bought like a really nice bag earlier. But I think that's an important part of the, like an important part of, is of that, of making money is actually rewarding yourself. And it doesn't have to be a Gucci bag. It could be, honestly, you could take yourself out for a drink. Right. I, I think that's definitely a part of it. And yeah, sorry, I, I cut you off. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, no, no. Like, I, I mean, I shouldn't say, like, I'm not the type of girl that like, I get a check and the first thing I want to do is like, go out and like, send it. Like, I usually like, put some away and then like I kind of like have percentages like dialed depending on the amount um but I did buy a nice bag like I'm not gonna deny that but then I realized like how fleeting of a feeling it was it was like I was on a high for like three hours because I bought the bag and then I was like oh okay (laughs) I tell you what I've always I'm totally it's funny I've always been that accountant and I'm people are like you make really good money but I also spend a lot of money and so honestly part of this journey for me has been around as much as I don't talk about money mindset that much, but like I really had to work on my own money mindset and what does that mean? And when I make money, like it's okay to actually have money. So I would say I have just a couple tips for you guys that I like to share. I think these are kind of the stepping stones for everything. And, you know, as people start to make more money in their journey, yeah, if you're not used to taking care of money and you're not used to having a bunch of it, it can be a really scary thing almost. You get all this money and you're like, oh my God, what do I do with it? Can I spend it? Can I do I reinvest it? So here's a couple things. I think the first thing that I tell my clients now, especially is first of all, money is just energy. Uh, and you need to, but you need to make it a priority, right? Cause we all want to make money. The more money you make, the bigger impact you can have. And I think when you come at money with a perspective like that, it's, we were, most of us were taught that making a ton of money can make you greedy. It can make you selfish. It's, you know, we don't talk about how much money we make because, you know, maybe the person next to you doesn't make that much money. So let's not tell them. Like, it's such a, when I went back through all of the crap that I had been taught when I was younger, I I was kind of horrified, to be honest. I'm like, I'm the girl that went into money and I've made multiple six figures for the last 10 plus years. And now to go on my own journey, which by the way, then people didn't understand because they didn't understand why I would give up that salary, right? And and to go on this journey and realize how many people just don't really appreciate the money they make and they're scared to talk about it, which in turn stops them from- Scarcity mindset. It's, it puts you into scarcity mindset, which money is never going to come to you if you're, if you're afraid of losing it, by the way, because that's just not what it does. So I think it's important to first understand that you need money to run your business. Okay. You need money to do all of those things that you want to do in life. So think about the biggest dream that you have for your life. What is it? And then realize that you need money to do it. So that's what I like to say. It's just be aware of how you feel about it then. Or does that, does that scare you? Are you afraid if you get it, you'll lose it? That that's where the mindset piece of it comes in. And, and people have to work through all different kinds of things. That's not my main jam. Not going to lie. I, I have people that help me with stuff like that because whatever I'm not an expert in, like, I don't want to try to teach you how to 
like right. clear your channels because I don't know how to do that. Right. Right. Yeah. You have to know your scope. I want yeah. to quickly circle back to something you said like just a yeah. few minutes ago that I always try to explain, but again, not my scope, not really sure. I'm not like a great explanation. I can't really explain this, but money equals energy. I totally believe that. I just don't know how to articulate it. So can you articulate it for me, for yeah. us? I- it's funny because I think it's that piece again where people, you're either into the woo-woo or you're not really sure what the hell we're talking about half the time. Yeah. You're like money's energy. Well, like, okay, if I can just produce more, which, okay, you're going to get into this, but yeah, like I'm just, hours and energy, like when she's talking energy, it's not like an exchange, but, like when you're working your nine to five, you're being some of most, like I was paid hourly, right? Right. That's not what she's talking about here. No, I'm really talking about like, if you think about, I want to make more money. Okay. And money is going to flow to me easily. That is the piece of like the woo woo mindset piece. It's like thinking about money as energy. And the more you give, the more you get, to be honest, that's always, I think that's a really good way to put it because money wants to go where it's wanted and where someone's going to appreciate it. So the more focused you are on understanding how you feel about money and not having a scarcity mindset, the more, the more money is going to see that good energy. It's almost like, it's almost like having that white light versus like the red light. That's bad. You, you want like the good vibe energy, right? And money's going to feel that and come to you. Sounds It sounds crazy. If you were talking to somebody like normal. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm totally on that same wavelength. So I get it. But I always try to like say that people are like, what are you talking about? No, I, people are looking at me like, what? And I'm like, guys, don't you ever feel, I mean, I think about the example, honestly, it's like giving more than you get. And the more you give, don't you notice that you end up getting back way more and people appreciate you and you get gifts and you get all these things. And, and I don't think people actually correlate that that's because you're in that mode. Like you're a giver. I've always been, I, I love to give. I loved it. I was always like the mother hen. When I was in music, I, I helped all of my band friends. I would take everyone on tour. Like I was that one that took care of everyone. And I feel like you always give more than you always get more than you give back. And it always, it's just that feeling. It's that feeling you get when you're doing something good and you know, it's going to come back to you tenfold. I mean, that's probably the easiest way I know. I know some people probably still won't get that, but that's- no, I think that's a perfect explanation. So, okay. So what are the other tips that you All have? Right, so the next one, so you've made money your priority, right? You understand you need it to grow your business. Now, what are your goals? And, I, and that's really what I want people to set the next thing. I want you to set a goal or I want my clients to set a goal that they're excited about, but that they're also a little bit nervous about. So we were talking about making, you know, five, 10 K months. Well, if you're like, Oh, okay, cool. I can make 10 K this month. Okay. Well, that's not making you nervous, right? So what number makes you nervous? Is it 20? Is it 25? Whatever it is, set some, set a goal that you know, you're going to work for. Um, and I think that's where a lot of us, it's like, Oh, I don't know. Like maybe I want to make 10 K. They're very nonchalant about it. And I think you need to be very specific and it's, and then figure out, how do you get to that number? Right. Because that's really, that, that's kind of my, my next two pieces are really around, okay, know what your goal wow. is and you're nervous about it. Like, Oh shit, how the hell am I going to go make 15 grand? Right. So then it's a matter of understanding the steps that it takes to actually do it versus just think about doing it. 
piece. Well, and yeah, because I think that's such a hard part. And listen, I was doing that at the beginning too. And I'm the money person. I was just like, Oh, I'm going to make like, if I just make 10 grand, it'll be great. But there was never a plan behind it. And that's when I had to step back and say, what the hell am I doing? Like mm-hmm. this, this is not how I would teach my clients to run their business. Right. right. <laughs> like, I literally have to step back and be like, okay, I'm not running my business the way that I tell other people to run theirs. So I had to step back and say, what does that actually look like? And I think, so the next step in that is number one, to understand what you're spending, right? Because obviously we already talked about it. You need money. You need money. You're going to spend money and you're going to then have your impact, but you're also going to spend money to run your business because running a business is not free. Um, I get very like peeved when I see all those posts, like I'm going to start a business, but I need to do something that starts with no money. And I'm like, you can't start a business with no money. Just doesn't work. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and when you say that, like I didn't have a ton of money. I had a little bit of money, like maybe a couple of thousand. Um, and I made it work, but I had to get like super thrifty, super resourceful. Well, right. But you had something I, I get, I see people all the time. They're like, well, I don't want to spend any money to start my business. And I'm like, I, but you can't start a bit like you can't start a business with nothing. You literally, you, you have to buy a web, like a website. You, you at least have to have something. So I get, I get, I tell people, I'm like, even if you get yourself out there and start showing up, you're still going to end up paying for stuff at some point. Like not, just stuff isn't all free. Right. Which like, that's when you get in, you have to talk to someone about like fixed costs, variable, like overhead costs. Like I, yeah, like that was, that's another thing too, is like, it does like you have to, you, you'll have fixed overhead costs. Like that's inevitable. Like, and listen, I'm not saying it has to be expensive to start a business, but it depends on the business you want to start too. Right. Like you're not just going to jump into some huge product-based business that that doesn't cost any money. And then listen for you, I think you, that's a really good example of like doing things economically. It doesn't cost you a fortune to start Pinterest and to start doing content creation and get better at things. But at some point you're going to have to pay for a stop. So you just need to be aware of that. So Mm -hmm. I, I always ask my clients, I'm like, you guys need to start tracking your spending understand what your habits are, right? Understand what your habits are, but you want to make it really easy. So like you take, you could take one week at a time. And if you sit and write down everything you spend and on what is it business related? Is it personal related? Because this also works for your personal life too, right? I know I tend to sometimes be the one that overspends and then I'll go back and look at how I spent my money. And it's like, well, what the heck was I thinking? Like, why did I spend money on? You'd be surprised at the things you spend money on when you don't pay attention to what you're spending. Oh, Starbucks and food. That's my thing. I like look at my bank statement. I'm like, I hope I pray to the higher power that's above me that no one's looking at my spending. Cause they're going to be like, does this girl cook and yeah, I love yeah. to cook but it's like you know you're out and about you're like oh I'm just gonna grab like something quick well, that what, adds up. <laughs> we, we were we moved in from New York to Colorado this year and that was honestly because we used to go through Grand Central and they've got the most beautiful like deli market in there in the market and so literally my husband and I because I would commute we would both commute to the city and with little kids I'm like I'm not getting home at 7 p.m. and trying to cook dinner when they need to go to bed so we would literally half the time end up eating out. Yeah, our eating out bill was just atrocious the last couple of years. Yeah. Now we've moved here and I, I love to cook too. So I actually try to make that part of kind of my routine. Like I'm going to prep early and figure out what we're going to eat and like actually make a whole thing of it. So it helps. And you yeah. say you, it's amazing how much money you save. 
Yeah, it really is. Like, yeah, like I'll look at the my grocery bill and I'll be like, oh my god, that's so much. But then I'll add up like what I would spend if what I was going out. Yeah, crazy. and I'm like, oh, okay. Like I don't mind spending a hundred and twenty dollars a week, like on groceries. No, if, like, it's funny because that's like, listen, if you're starting a business too and you're also being very conscious about what you're spending, you have to look at your whole picture, right? Like you have to figure out where can I not spend money? Cause maybe I need to spend 30 bucks on my lead pages this month, or maybe I need to pay for a website hosting. Like if you just sit down and track all of your expenses for a month and then figure out where everything's going, you're going to be able to figure out where you can save, where you can move stuff around and all that. So I always like people to go through and figure out where their money is going before they do anything else. Because I think it's very eye opening too. It's also a matter, it's also a matter of making that making money the priority, right? If you're paying attention to where it's going, that's also giving it a signal that you appreciate it and that you're not just going to spend it willy nilly. Yeah. absolutely. No, I agree with that because, and for me, like when I first started my business, it was like, I had to choose, like, do I want to get my eyebrows done and spend $25 to get those done? Or could that be like a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad? Like you really really start to like, think about like, okay, I have to choose these things. Like, am I going to go spend $60 on foundation or am I good with like the, you know, CVS 599 foundation for a minute? And again, like, like the way that I would think about it is like, this is just temporary. Like I'm only for so long going to have to like make these types of decisions until I can afford to do these again. But right for right now, like, I don't think you can start a business and not make sacrifices unless you're like already a millionaire and you have like investors again, but like for 99.9% of us, you're going to have to starting somewhere, especially on when you go into entrepreneurship and you're, even if you're starting a business, that's like a network marketing business. You are still starting from scratch, right? You Mm -hmm. still have to go out there and get your clients at the same as any other person that's starting any kind of service-based business. You're still starting from scratch, right? And you're still going to end up having expenses. You're going to have, you know, who knows, maybe it's gas expenses to go to an event, like whatever it is, you just have to figure out where do you spend your money? And listen, I think that's a big part of your mindset as well. When you start actually paying attention to and being mindful of how you spend your money, right? And where it's going and and making priorities versus for your business versus maybe more fun and cutting some of those things out. But I think that's also a huge signal to the universe and money that, hey, I'm really serious about this. I want to make money and I want to, my vision is X, Y, and Z. And that also helps in the process. It also helps you be open to receiving more money. Yeah. I call that like being connected to your why. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So number one was that, you know, realizing that you need money to make money Yep. and for your goal, whatever that goal is. Two is setting a goal and choosing something that scares you a little bit. Three is understanding what you're spending and and making money a priority. And then what's number four? And number four is knowing, really understanding what your numbers are, right? You've set your income goal. Now you know what you're spending. Now, what are your product, what are your package and your product prices? And then how many clients do you need to back into that? Right? So say you want to make $10,000 and your package costs $10,000. 
$2,000. Well, that's five clients you need in any given month to get to that $10,000 number. Now that's a very simple example, but that's really the, the, the gist of what it is. It's, I, I honestly tell my clients to sit right on a piece, get out a plain piece of paper mm -hmm. and map it out or get an Excel spreadsheet out. If you, if you're, if you're, if you like Excel, but you love can, Excel, my BFF, <laughs> I literally, even I still write on paper a lot and then I'll go put it into like that's another, exactly book. what I did this weekend. Yeah. But like, yeah. just to kind of go into her 10 K with the five clients, like, like that's if you have one package, most right. majority of the time, like I have three different courses that I sell. I have three different packages. So that's six things that I have to factor into those, that, right. to that 10 K. Exactly. And then on top of that, you need to figure like, it's not just going to be like, Oh, I need five clients. Right. It's that next step of saying, knowing your numbers means, okay, if I know my conversion rate is 20%, then- Thank you for bringing up conversion rates. No <laughs> one talks about that. And I learned that in retail, like as much as I talk yeah. retail and like, you know, working in corporate, like it taught me KPIs, key performance indicators, like conversion rates. If you know you're talking to 10 people a day, but only, you know, maybe one or two of them are signing right. up with you, you have to know that. You have to know that information. Yeah, and I think that's a huge piece of really what I, I, I'm just on a mission to help people with because I've realized, oh my God, people don't, well, especially if you don't have any kind of finance brain, like a lot of people in business, which is not a bad thing. It's just not their expertise, right? Right. People do not, you miss that entire boat and you're like, that's why I think people don't understand like, Oh my God, it's so hard to make $10,000. Like, first of all, if you're saying it's hard, then it's going to be hard. Right. But you also are not under, like you're talking to two people a day and then you're like, Oh my God, I don't understand why nobody's signing up with me. Well, and that leads like, listen, we could go on for days about how you need to show up to actually like attract people to you and right, then have right. conversations. But it's that thing. If you know, like, okay, I need five clients this month. Cause I have like one package just to make it simple. Not like, Brie, yours is all, I'm sure your spreadsheet looks amazing because it's, you know, you got to factor in, okay, I've got all these packages. So in a perfect world, I sell X, Y, Z because right, that's how right, right. I have too, right? Because it's also a matter of like, I can't have a hundred clients because I don't have time to service that either. Right. So actually, this, so like I actually factor in the courses more than I okay. do the coaching. Okay, cool. So that's good because, well, you know, your coaching is going to take more time, right? Right. You also know that's probably a higher ticket item as well. So for those of you coaches and things like that, like, you know what your high ticket items are, but you also know how much time that takes. So it's a matter of how much time do you want to give versus, you know, versus using something that's a little more evergreen where you don't have to spend as much time. Obviously we all want to get to the place where we're not trading time for money in the future. Uh, but yeah, it's really understanding. Okay. I need five clients, but I know that one in 20, right, signs up with me. So that means you need to talk to a hundred people to get those five. So then, okay, how are you going to structure talking to a hundred people? Well, maybe today I do five or maybe tomorrow I do 10, but at least you know how much you need to show up and how many people you need to talk to and just go have the conversation. Then it's getting down to the dirty work, right? <laughs> right. No, I'm so glad we're having this conversation because Shannon and I were talking earlier that a lot of the times you see, and I, I mean, and there's nothing wrong with this because it's, it's not, I don't feel like people are like trapping you or tricking you, but you see this thing of like, I shifted my mindset and then next month I made $36,000. Like, I mean, listen, I think that, that totally happens for people, but 
it's really hard for the person who hasn't made any money yet when they're looking at that going, well, what the hell did she do? I just need to go do some like meditation and I'm going to make 30 grand. Like there, we never talk about what kind of hell she probably went through to get from zero to 36. Mm -hmm. Like how many times you failed before you did that, before the shift Um, happened. I, I, that makes me crazy because you see people who've probably been around for years and years, but all of a sudden in six months they made a hundred grand and look what I did in six months. And you're going, Okay, but why don't you tell people how long you struggled before you got there? Yeah. That can't happen fast because don't get me wrong. If you get yourself in the right mindset and you understand all the pieces around what you need to do and you go take massive action, there is no reason you can't make all that money in a short amount of time. Yes, exactly. Like money is only difficult if you make it. Yeah. make it difficult to make. Um, and especially like if you were saying like that, if you're trading time for money, which is like essentially working a, an hourly position, that's what you're doing. Well, um, yeah, that's how, I mean, listen, a lot of us get into this entrepreneur journey because we want to get out of that, right? Like I want right. to get out of having to spend all of my time at work and then only making a certain amount and not being able to totally grow. Like now I'm in a position I can make as much money as I want. It's just a matter of how much action am I going to take? Exactly. Action, action, action. And that's the, that's, yeah, all about action. Yes. That's exactly the, the point that I was trying to, to make was like, if you, I totally just lost my train of thought. (laughs) Um, I'm gonna have to edit that out because it always sounds really stupid. Um, but no, I, I think that money is such an important part of business. I think, and like you were saying, you don't have to be good at money. You don't have to like know the, in the idiot, like the little idiosyncrasies of accounting. That's why people yeah. like what Shannon used to do exist is actually, they help you with Listen, those even, I'm, even I have that person. Like, I don't want to be the one that does debits and credits anymore. I mean, I, I think it's important for people to make sure, like understand what your zone of genius is too. Mm-hmm. And don't try to do the things you're not good at. Because you're going to end up spending so much time, you're not, like it's going to be hard to make money then because you're going to spend time on stuff that's not the important part of what you're doing. Right. Yeah, exactly. I think you have to, like what we were kind of talking about earlier is like knowing your scope and knowing like what you're capable of. And if there is an opportunity to outsource that work to someone else, like I'm not a, like my podcast, for example, I record them. I record the intros and I tell like which sections I want in and which sections I want out. You know, then I send it to someone and she edits out and she puts everything together because I'm like this, it just takes like my time is more valuable in other facets of my business rather than like sitting on garage band and like trying to like adjust things, you know? I think people don't realize they're like, well, I could just do that myself and save money. And I'm like, no, 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 (laughs) you're not going to save money. You're going to take three times as long that you could have spent talking to people or building relationships or, you know, getting out there and serving the, the clients that you do have. And I tell people that too, if, if what you're doing is not making you money, like if it's not an income producing activity, then outsource it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And granted, like not everyone, like it took me over a year to get to this point. Like I, this didn't happen. Like, you know, snap my fingers and I'm like, how, as soon as I get money, I'm like, Oh, I, like this stuff takes time to figure out, but exactly like to your point, it has to be an income generating activity or i I don't know if you know who James Wedmore is, but he talks about an MVP. So most viable product. Like you have to know like what you're putting your energy into and if it's actually going to curate money for you. Yes. And we, that was one of the things it's funny because I knew that, but just, it's funny as you start your own business, you're just in a whole different thing. 
and it's just you're doing something outside of what you've been doing before even though i was still doing money stuff and in, when I went to Bali in September at the retreat that I was at, um, Natalie Ellis from Boss Babe was with us. And she went through this whole exercise where we did, we put on post-its all of the things, all of the activities that we do in a day, right? And then we started pulling out the ones that weren't going to produce income or the ones that we knew we could outsource, right? And it was such an interesting way to look at all the stuff that you do in a day because I don't think a lot of people you just get busy doing stuff you don't even realize half the stuff you've done during the day so I'm much more intentional now about where I spend my time because I, I, like most people um I tend to be this I would always like let me do the easy stuff first and let me do like go over here and do this and before I know it the whole day had gone by and I maybe hadn't had any conversations with potential clients right so it's just one of those things. You just really need to be aware of where you spend your time and how you spend your time and make sure you're doing it on things that are going to mean something. Not yes. like, the, let me go file the paperwork. Like stop doing stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Like I write down every night before I go, well not right before I go to bed, but like maybe an hour before, like the three things that I'm going to do the next day, yeah, like the that. three bigger ones. And at least one of those has to be a money generating activity. Yeah. I and then, that. and then you even have to like schedule certain things. So like Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays are like days that I meet with clients. Tuesdays and Thursdays are podcast days. Like I, love it. I, I think time blocking is hugely important. I got into that earlier in the year. I think just understanding the things that need to get done. And like you said, making lists, I do that. Okay. What needs to get done today? And let me do the hard thing that's going to generate money first right? Because if that ends up being the only thing you get done in a day, well, then you're successful, by the way. Like, right. pat yourself on the back, like, give yourself grace and move on to the next day and do something else the next day. I think we I think we're hard on ourselves too. We, we think, oh God, I didn't get anything done. But you know what? You may have gotten done the most important thing that day. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not about like the quality, like the size of your list isn't going to, it doesn't, matter like exactly what you just said like if you are making money that day that's like what's if you equate like money to success is what we're talking about which isn't a bad thing like you accomplish thing. even if it's not like the 10 mile long laundry list of things that you had done today if you at least made you know your goal a hundred dollars a thousand dollars five thousand dollars whatever that is like you were productive that's enough listen I think it's even like like those times, even if you didn't make money in a day, but you went out and you had conversations with 20 people who could potentially be your mm -hmm. ideal client, like you're on the right track. So and I just think it's, yeah, I just to reminding people that money isn't a bad thing, that it's, you know, that it's one of those things, like you actually need it. <laughs> you actually need it in your life and in your business. And it's just understanding that what's it, you know, what are you going to do to go out there and get it? Yeah. Absolutely. Money is important. Money is valuable. I think we need to stop making it like a yucky conversation. I try not to say how much my income is every month, which is like the first is the first time I've ever talked about it. Um, but that's not because I'm trying to hide it. It's just, I don't know. I've like, again, maybe that's my own money mindset hang up of like, it could I just be. Think it's no one's, it's, I, to me, it's like, it's no one's business. Yeah. I think, um. <laughs> part of it, I know, it, well, listen, I think part of it is, is now everybody talks about, oh my God, look how much money I made. And oh my gosh, look at this. When it's not done in an authentic way, that's when people get weird about it. But I think it's understanding, like, you're going to empower somebody who's going to listen to this and be like, oh my God, Brie wants to make that much. Like, awesome. I'm going to go, I can go out there and do that too. I think you need to look at it from that perspective. Like, 
those people that are following you that maybe want to understand like, okay, how do I get from A to B and what kind of goals should I have and what's possible? I think you're going to inspire people versus have it be like that weird. Yeah. I'd love to for people to stop being weird about money. Like it's an okay thing to talk about people. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just don't like, I've had some bad experiences already with like yeah. when people know that you're making a certain amount of money. Oh yeah. I hate that. that. They want things from they you. They want things from you, which is so, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So that's kind of my reason of being like, I just well, don't talk. Yeah. I think it's whatever, <laughs> I think it's whatever you're comfortable with. Right. Like right. people are still going to be inspired by you regardless, but it's also you just, you know, whatever you're comfortable with is also important. Right. So to wrap this up, where can people find you? I'll include all of her links that she's going to mention right now in the episode description so you can go check out Shannon. But if do you have anything exciting going on for next year or anything yeah. that you want to talk about? Um, yeah, I'm just, it's funny. I feel like everyone else is slowing down and I'm going like at a hundred miles an hour. <laughs> it's been, hey, that's a good thing. I'm like, I'm super excited. So I don't want to stop working. It's kind of comical. My husband's always laughing. He's like, you're always working. And I'm like, I know because I'm building something. And as much as I don't want to work all the time, I actually love what I do. So I don't mind going to my office and working. Um, but you can find me on Facebook, Shannon Garrison Neggy. Uh, I have a beautiful, beautiful group of entrepreneurs that I am growing. You can come hang out with us. We give lots of life and business advice, uh, embracing the brilliance. And Bree's actually going to pop in there and do some Pinterest training for us, which would be really yes. awesome. Um, my website is shannongarrisonneggy.com. You can come read more about me. Uh, I have, I'm also in a book that came out, so you can also find us on Amazon. It's called She Is Unstoppable. I have lots of, I, lots of stuff going on. And for next year, I am actually ramping up a four-week program to show the F up in your business. And we're going to go through a lot of this money stuff. We're going to talk about confidence and how you actually show up and take action. And then we're going to go through some social media stuff because I'm super passionate about talking about social media too. So I'm doing a quick four-week program because I just find that sometimes as people are getting going, it's easier to do something short and decide if it's for you or not for you. So I'm really excited about that. So if anybody who's listening has interest, please get in touch and we can share more of the details. But hey, well, thank you so much for being here. I really oh, appreciate you, so you sharing so much information. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much for having me. I love what you're doing and I can't wait to, I can't wait to hear all about your Pinterest stuff. <laughs>